0: You are one of three archetypes from a personality standpoint inside this room. You're either an artist, I'm an artist. Ready? You know what I love? I love people, I love houses, it's totally fun. I love the energy, it's totally exciting. Like, let's go drinking, right? Like, that's real estate. (laughs) Artist, right? I have every piece of software, I use none of it. You with me on this? I have three phones, don't know how to use any of them. I buy everything and I sell houses almost purely on emotion and goodwill and the fact that I'm a good human being and people trust me. You with me on this? That's an artist. On the flip side, over on the right, you have the operator. They love spreadsheets. You guys know the seller I'm talking about, right? How many homes have you sold in the last 14 months above $400,000 that you're like, okay, like you wanna hire them. Here's the deal, you ready? What we're seeing now is people are realizing Real estate is better in small groups. This is why brokerages started, and this is how they got bigger, and management teams, the whole nine yards. It's not new to real estate, or it's certainly new to business, but the operator, guess what? The operator's the glue that makes sure that client satisfaction is high, that people are doing what they're supposed to be doing at the right time, using the right software, using the right solutions, so we have less breakage in the transaction and less upset amongst our customers, because when an artist is in charge of that, everything gets screwed up. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows about it personally? Yeah. Like you're sitting in it. You with me on this? You all say you want to be an entrepreneur, but understand every entrepreneur is either divided. They're either the artist or they're the operator. So tell your buddy. Be honest. Which one are you? Real fast. Which one are you? Which one, my dear, Elke? Elke. Operator. 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 Elke, are you German? Yeah. No, Family friend named Elke. And. Operator, operator. Wow, I wanna hang out with you guys. You guys make things happen. All right, let's keep going real quick, quick, quick. So grab your phones really fast. You might wanna shoot some photos, even for my longtime friends. So we talk about four different team structures. If you're a broker, really pay attention. Four different team structures. There's no wrong way to do it. Real estate is super loosey-goosey, but I try and give people models, right? So please click forward. Here's the first one. Some of you know this, all my broker manager friends in the room. When agents come back to you and they go, the six of us are getting together and we're gonna do new photos and we're gonna wear blue jeans and a white shirt and we're all gonna go blonde and we're a team, right? And those are totally illegitimate and they're only illegitimate for one reason. If there is no operator, you are not a team. You are six clowns running around like chickens with your heads cut off. Like that's the deal. You guys with me on this? Who knows what I'm talking about? If, like, like, if you're the face of the business, you need a backstop. You need the back end to say, give me the paperwork, I'll take care of everything, I'll make sure you don't get sued, you with me? Now get out of the office and go get more contracts. And when you have that, you win. So this never works, click forward please. One of the absolute best businesses in all of real estate. And in my opinion, somewhat of a crisis happening right now, whether we're talking California or the rest of the country, and that the median age of real estate professionals is what, 500? (laughs) Have you guys been to some conventions? Like I go to some conventions, I'm like, wow. They got old all of a sudden. Know what I'm talking about? And like, I'm 47, like I'm feeling it, but like, wow. But here's what I tell my clients, hey, you know that son of yours that went to like UC Berkeley and he smoked a lot of weed and he's living in your basement and he's playing video games? Make him your buyer's agent. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, awesome. He's really good with the computer. Make him your assistant. You with me on this? And now what we're seeing is the lifetime value of a family business gets extended and now mom is dominating over here, and the 50-year-old daughter is dominating over here, and her 22-year-old son is getting in the business, and guess what? All of that beautiful branding you did for so long, all of that goodwill, the impact you made in that community, your, your geographic farming from 70 years ago, when you were walking around with pies and going, here, I love you, right? Guess what? You get to extend that. Does that make sense? Look at the next one, please. This is the scary one. And this is what This is what scares everybody, because we've all dealt, and by the way, man in the room, I'm gonna let you off the hook. That hero is actually usually predominantly female. No, you do not want to be this person. You do not want to be this. Let me explain before you get all excited. This is the number one phone call I get. Hi, Tom. You know who I am, I'm from New York City, I did, you know, $200 million in volume last year, and I was told that you can help me. What's the problem? I've had 14 assistants in the last week. (laughs) What? And, you know, a week, so let's call it a year. Well, tell me about that. Well, like, they come in, and I try and interview them, and I basically, like, tell them all the things I do, and I tell them all the things I need, and I become their best friend, and then they join me, and after 24 hours, they know that I'm completely insane, and the next day, they just don't show up. And I usually say, how many times have you been married? Five. (laughs) Okay. You guys with me on this? I'm like, this is a psychological issue, right? I'm like, okay, so you're this, here's the truth, like all the guys, pay attention. These are these women with these giant hearts of gold that are so masterful at the real estate business, but just like they raised their husband and then the second one and the third one, do you know what I mean? And brought them up to adulthood and then let them go. And they did the same thing with kids and grandkids. Now they're doing it with assistants and team members. And you know what? They don't want that. They come to work because they want to grow and they want to get better. It's never about splits. If they say it's about splits, it's never about splits. It's always about the culture and the environment. And like you, you let me fail. You let me learn. You let me get better. But the hero is trying to do everything. John, could you send this email? Here, I'll just do it for you. This is how we do it. Oh, Joanne, i just heard you made that phone call. Let's call the person back, you did it wrong, right? And they're basically over-parenting their teams. You guys with me on this? So turn to your buddy and say, don't do that. <laughs> All right, and the last one, please. If you hire people just because they can do a job, they're gonna work for money. If you hire people who believe what you believe, they're gonna work with their blood, and their sweat, and their tears. I know teams today that have sales agents on their teams at 35% splits, and they're happy. Because the team leader has created an environment inside of a brokerage that is so special and so unique that they're charged with a vision, they're charged with a mission. They don't sell houses, you with me on this? They're changing lives every single day. It's extraordinary what people will do when they're charged with purpose. But that takes a leader, yes? Let me show you the last one. The business builder. I love this, personal client, Newport Beach, California two-year-old photo, because if I showed you the photo today, you'd probably freak, because now it looks like 40 people. But here's what's exciting, right? I don't know if I got a little visual thing on this, but two over on the left, that guy runs the entire business. Two over on the left, he runs the entire business. He was the sales or vice president of Coal Banker for three offices in Newport Beach, and he left that prestigious role to run an agent team inside of the brokerage. Think about that. Why would a vice president of three branches, you know, probably, I don't know, 400 agents, leave to take on a 14 person single agent team? Culture, vision, purpose, mission, every client matters. How do we do it right? How do we do it better? Tim in the middle, looking very swanky by the way, still only represents, you know, 40% of the sales. He wants to have, you guys ready for this? 110 salespeople on his team. 110. And NRT says, good idea, go for it. That's exciting. You with me on this? Three people on ops, two people that all they do is call and nurture, 16 salespeople. Joel, it's old school. It's like when my dad sold real estate, like 1402. Like, guess what they do? Everybody has a geographic territory where they become the hyper-local expert. That's as old school real estate as it gets, but guess what? You take old school methodology, relationship building 101, bring value, bring value, bring value, bring value, and occasionally say, hey, you had any thoughts of selling? And guess what? You dominate the marketplace, and that's what they're doing. That's what's happening in real estate. Guys, I got a client in Minnesota. Minnesota, you've been to Minnesota? No. In January? Avoid that. In your hotel, you take your bottle of water, you throw the water in the air, and the water does not hit the ground. It does, but it goes like this, (laughs) and the guy's got 127 salespeople on his team. You want to know why? Because he believes the consumers deserve a better quality real estate experience, and because he built a centralized hub, a process, a system, and he empowers his support staff and the operators and the finance team and the marketing team to do an insanely great job. And guess what the salespeople do? Meet with clients. That's it. Because salespeople and artists should meet with clients right? Otherwise, guess what artists have to do? You have to like do a bunch of your stuff, cut your ear off, and one day die before you're successful. Some of you will get that later. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.